Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me. Yes, it's the big one. What an important day it is. I'm sure you're well aware of what today means. I'm getting my hair cut. Yep, can't wait going to the hairdresser at some stage today. I'll probably have a number two round the size. It will trim the top of my beard. And then, oh yeah, and of course, it's transfer day. Yeah, that, that is quite big, actually, but not bigger than my hair when I get out of bed in the morning. Anyway, don't bother going on to Sky Sports because all they do is go on about the colour yellow. Oh, I've got a yellow tie and oh, look at the colour of my banana. It matches my suit. It doesn't matter about the colour of things. Just talk transfers. That's why you should stay with Talk Sport on a day we've called, <coughs> oh, Red Alert Day. So everyone comes in dressed in red, do they? Okay, that's a great idea. I mean, love the colour red. I mean, you pick up a biro, you've got a red pen. Oh, it matches the tyre. <laughs> oh, it makes me laugh every day. Anyway, stay with TalkSport and your little, all the transfers as they happen or probably don't happen. And so, on to the podcast. And we begin with Tony Casarino. No one calls him Casar, although that would have been the name I would have... Casar! Oh, what do you want? No, he doesn't even sound like that, does he? Anyway, he was saying that Fred can't strike a football properly. And neither could Joe Cole. Mm, he's obviously not seen Joey Cole's go against Sweden in the World Cup, has he? Joe Cole, why not? Swinging shot, brilliant! Oh. Why not? I've watched him shoot from distance and I'm convinced he doesn't kick the ball properly. He's not a great striker of the ball. Mm. And I'm going to throw a name out here, Al, right? And he was a fantastic player, but he couldn't kick the ball properly. Joe Cole. I don't know if you saw Joe. When you say couldn't kick, you told me it can get through. He strike it. You know, like you see players get through the ball well. I watched Joe for a long time from West Ham to Chelsea, and Joe was a, is a fantastic talent. Could he strike a ball properly? Well, no, he could. Maybe it's in the name, Joe. And Fred? No. Well, I, I, I look at Fred and I see him shoot from distance and I never even consider he's going to make a Fred. Time to check in now with Jim White, who is wearing a yellow tie. You can't see this, but I'm reliably informed he's wearing a yellow tie, a yellow shirt, a yellow jacket and no trousers. Quite bizarre from Jim White. I'm not quite sure why he did that, but that's what he does on Red Alert Day. Although he does have red pants on. Anyway... Here's Glenn Johnson now talking about West Ham, saying they've lost the intensity they had when Chris Moyles first came in. I mean, they have. He's Chris Moyles, I mean, what? Moyes, I mean, David Moyes, yeah. I think the biggest thing for me was the West Ham that played against Bournemouth in David Moyes' first game, where they was, they was running around, diving into tackles and really backing each other up. I think that's just sort of 
diluted by every game up until now. I think they've got players that are good enough to stay in the league and I think they just need to get back to that work rate and, and the passion that they showed in, in that first game. So you're about a third of the way through the special Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast, Red Alert Day on TalkSport. Yeah, I've never heard of it either, but someone's been paid a lot of money to come up with that. And we've basically looked at Sky Sports and gone, oh, they've gone yellow. What other colours? Oh, red. We've gone red, red alert. Red alert. It works. So it's Red Alert Day at TalkSport. And a reminder, that window slammed shut at 11pm on a show that ripped off the title of mine, the Sports Bar Northern Court. It doesn't mean anything, does it? It's exactly the same, just with... Northerners on. Yeah, I suppose Northern Court works, yeah. Although I would have called it Working Men's Club. I like that. But working Men's... All right, Working Men's Club with me, Adam Catchell. It's a chore for whippets and... No, probably Sports Bar Northern Court is better. Anyway, that's tonight from 10. But before that, today and every day at 1pm, it's, of course, Hawksby and Jacobs. Here's Hawksby and Jacobs talking about stuff that, of course, they forget moments later because of their age. See, Brian Cranston's doing one of the ads for yes. uh, Super, Bowl. Super Bowl ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mountain for, Dew, isn't it? Yeah, Mountain Dew Zero. That's Zero. right. And, uh, and yeah, Mount, yeah, Mountain. I said it in Mountain Dew. It's Mountain Dew. Mountain isn't it? Dew. That's right. I tell you what, you're, what what you're buying? But this is um, yeah. He's kind of plays Jack Nicholson in The Shining. He's playing lots and lots of different parts. And uh, we probably Moisha won't... Bonington. Never mind. Yeah, we probably... <laughs> nice. We always talk about the ads because it's such a big part of Super Bowl. Yeah, we are talking is. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. We're joined by Brandon Flowers, not that one. I tomorrow. love the Super Bowl. I just wish it was on a bit killers. early. I never get past the first quarter because I've got to be up early the next day. Okay. Do you want fact of the day from the Daily Star? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course I do. There is not one McDonald's fast food outlet in all of Iceland. Iceland. Rather. Iceland. Iceland. Why did you suddenly become <laughs> Björk? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it does beg the question is, is there a branch of Iceland in Iceland? Probably not. I wouldn't open with Andy. <laughs> I just wondered. My name's Andy Jacobs. <clears throat> Good night. <laughs> yeah, should we ask? Yeah, we should ask David Ginnar, shouldn't we? Do you have Iceland in uh, in France, David? I, I did like that story of the bloke who pulled over to treat an injured leopard, mm. only to discover it was a coat. Why did he think there was a leopard in Hebden, Hebden Bridge in Yorkshire? Why really? Do you think, yeah, look Why do you think there was a leopard in well, Hebden because, Bridge? Because there was a woman's coat with a belt sort of you can see sort of why he thought it yeah. was a leopard but you know you think there's a point where he thought to himself there can't be a leopard here it's what you call a bet lynch situation isn't it time now to check in with the ginger fellow with the lausus and darren goff who i imagine is back now of course the tour is over and he's a hard worker on a grafter and he like ah uh, he's still out on a jolly okay well this is them two talking about pep guardiola There's only one reason why Phil Foden will not be in England's Euro 2020 squad, and it's Pep Guardiola. He's basically mm. held his career back, and it's about time City fans made their feelings clear on it. Do they not want one of their own regularly in the starting lineup? And I know you all love David Silva, but David Silva is not the player he was, and he is going at the end of the season. Whilst you should be paying tribute to him for his service to Manchester City, it should not turn into a testimonial season for him. And I saw him come on yesterday, and with the goal at his mercy pass square to somebody who couldn't score it was terrible football never ever thought I'd say that about David Silva dreadful decision but I actually think this has come from Pep Guardiola because Pep Guardiola's mantra is pass 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 which is fine and it got City back-to-back titles and a record-breaking title last season but football's moved on Liverpool are doing it in a very different way and I'm not sure Pep Guardiola can keep up so he sends his players out with this 
this mantra indoctrinated into their whole system and their being and their way of playing that they have to pass, pass, pass. The pass stats have got to be up. They've got to have a record number of passes. They've got to pass the football. No, score a goal. Never mind passing the ball. Score a flipping goal when the goal's at your mercy, David Silva. I actually think it's a terrible, terrible piece of football there. And it goes back to Pep Guardiola, who I don't think has adapted. So he looks to me a little bit drained and exhausted, Pep Guardiola. Right at the end of his Barcelona reign, he looked drained. At the end of even his Bayern Munich reign, he looked drained. So he left the jobs. He looks drained and exhausted. And I'll tell you why he does. I think emotionally he's gone as well, because he has given everything to the job. He has put everything into doing his best for Man City, and it took all of his strength and energy emotionally and physically to get City, not just to win back-to-back titles, but to hold on and win that title with Liverpool breathing down their neck last season. So he's given everything, and they've had success off the back of it. And yet this season, Klopp is managing to do even better. And he must look across at Merseyside and think, how has he done? He's even won the Champions League. And look at him this season. He's outshining me. What is going on for Pep Guardiola when he looks across at Klopp doing even better? I think it's affecting his decision-making. That's why Phil Foden doesn't play enough games. It's why Manchester City may not make it beyond the round of 16 yet again in the Champions League. And it's why I actually think there'll be a bit of fear in Manchester City when they step out at Tottenham Hotspur on Sunday and he's got to go head-to-head again with Jose Mourinho. I have lost it with Pep. I think he's been brilliant. So I think he's been great for English football. Mm. But I think right now, there's n- it's not going Manchester City's way. They're not going to win another title. They've got a hell of a task on if they're going to win the Champions League. And Liverpool are outshining them. And there's nothing he can do about it. And he's making bad decisions. Time now to check in with Hugh Woodencroft on kickoff. And Kevin Campbell is his guest. And Kevin was asked what was bigger winning the title with Arsenal or staying up with West Brom well I can tell you now it's winning the title with Arsenal oh well done we lost loads of games but we still managed to stay up or lifting a trophy above your head and being champions of England Mm, I wonder what he said what was bigger for you the great escape with West Brom or the title with Arsenal great escape the great escape great escape staying up 100% more than winning the league 100% with your boyhood club yeah 100% go on As as a feat because Arsenal were expected to compete. Mm. Arsenal done 89, beat Liverpool. Liverpool won it in 90. And then winning it again, even with points deducted, Arsenal were expected to challenge. You're expected to win stuff. When we got when we got to West Bromwich Albion at the time, there ain't many things you can be the first at doing in the Premier League. Yeah. And that then became the narrative in the dressing room. Guys, we can make history here. We just got to make sure we get over that line by hook or by crook. As, lo- as long as we get to the last game and we're in business, we can do it. When did you and believe it could be done? When I joined. 100% when I joined. I looked around the dressing room and I'm seeing Carnu, I'm seeing Big Darren Moore, I'm seeing Neil Clement, Paul Robinson, Jeff Orsfield, Kieran Richardson coming with young legs, Richard Chaplow, Jonathan Green, who'd been at United, Ronnie Woolworth been at United. I'm looking at them, I'm thinking, is this serious? What the? What are we doing in this position? But I said, obviously, there must be something mental block. So I have to find out what the mental block is. And it was, they were holding on to defeats. Oh, I thought we'd choose Arsenal. Back now to the Alan Brazil Breakfast Show and a very funny story from Big Al. Tell us that his wife wasn't necessarily involved in his transfers. Maybe because it was being transferred to one pub to another. Let's find out, shall we? I've got the best in the world. Yeah. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So when you was going to Man U, there's I didn't come into it. I, I didn't even mention it. Spurs? No. No, no, no problem. You, what would you say? We're just going here and that's it. We're off to London. Absolutely. Yeah. No problem. No what would you have done? Asked. What would you have done if she said, "I don't want to go"? See you later. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> How have you stayed married, Al? Because we live apart. Now, there's a massive game that's live on TalkSport, part of Game Day. Live from 5.30, that's, of course, Manchester United at home against Wolves. And the Wolves and Portugal midfielder Ruben Neves has been speaking to TalkSport's Ian Abrahams ahead of that game, talking about his national teammate, Bruno Fernandes. Amazing player. I'm happy for him to be in the Premier League in a team like Man United. I'm sure he'll do really well. I hope not on Saturday. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, I'm sure he will do really well uh, with Man United because he's a he's a great player. Played against him before. I played with him in the international team, so I'm a good friend of him. And like I said, I'm happy for him uh, to be here. And I'm sure he'll, he will do he will do his best to to help uh, his team. I'm Jim White, and this is Talksport Daily. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Back now to a bit of kickoff with Hugh Wozencroft. I mentioned Kevin Campbell was alongside, as was the Mirror's Darren Lewis and his Dazza talking about fears he has for Fernandez at Old Trafford. And a reminder, Darren Lewis is a Liverpool fan. I'm worried for him, actually. I'm worried for him because Man United, he is the latest in a number of marquee signings that Manchester United have made that have just not worked out. And he's got a wonderful, you've done the numbers just a second ago, he's, he's got a wonderful record. But is Solskjaer improving players? You know, I mean, Mason Greenwood has a touch of class about him anyway. He's always going to be a good player. 
But you look at the other players, you mentioned what we were talking about, Anthony Martial, we'll talk a bit about him. Has he really trained on? Has he improved for being at Manchester United? Uh, people malign Lukaku, but Lukaku needed work. If Lukaku had work, if he had people invested in making him better, he'd have been better. He's gone to Inter now and he, he's living his best life, if you like. And he's a better striker. And he's a better striker for it. I know there is a pressure playing for Manchester United, one of the biggest clubs in the world. But if you're going to make investments in footballers, you have to work with them to make them better. You can't just bring them in, put them in a tactical system and say, do what you did at your previous club. And I look at some of the marquee signings that Man United have made, and it looks as though that's what they're asked to do. And so just looking at the players that they've brought in over the years, each one has a lot of pressure on them. And it looks very much, I mean, I heard that the headline there, he's going to bring success. No, he's not. The team is going to bring success to Manchester United. And if you can fit him into the team, and if you can get the players around him to enable him to to give his best, to be able to produce and to play with confidence, then he can help the team to bring success. But he's not going to do it by himself. No chance. Time now to talk a bit of egg chasing, would you believe? Egg chasing? Are you sure? Yep, egg chasing. I'll be sure it's all about football cricket. No, 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 we've got egg chasing. Here's Lewis Moody saying England are his favourites for the Six Nations. England's first game back after losing to the South Africans in the final. You know, then we've had all the Saris, you know, debacles. So, you know, a lot of England boys have got, um, you know, distractions in, in the back of their head. Will they have a club next year? Where are they going to be playing? If they move, they're going to go on loan. Um, I'm excited still for England because I think there's you know there's a number of uh, uncapped players in that squad. Eddie will definitely make a few changes. You sure. Farrell will stay as a, stay as captain. I think they still have to be favourites. But you look at Ireland and what they're building with Andy Farrell. You know, you've got some exciting new players coming in there. You know, Sexton takes over as captain. The Welsh are always there or thereabouts. With Alan Wynne Jones, obviously under new coaching uh, uh, down at Wales as well. Um, but my money would still be on England. But that's it for another podcasty thing. Well done. Congratulations on listening to the thing. But of course, before we go, we couldn't finish the show without the best part of the podcast, and that's the best bits from Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. No Jason Cutney tonight. Apparently his head was so big it couldn't get through the door, and someone forgot to put the grease on the door, so he, he actually got to the office. He was like, oh, stinks, I can't get through. Where's the grease? And I was like, oh, they've forgotten it. And... And then he got stuck and we called the fire brigade. And then, you know, when you just put your legs up and you push someone out and he couldn't get in. So we had to get Perry Groves in. So it's me and Perry Groves on the sports bar. And genuinely, that is what happened. Yeah, it's an epidemic that's spreading like wildfire. Everyone around the world is saying, by the way, you just don't need to say. You're just chucking is lazy. You do it a lot, Perry, by the way. Done it. Oh, there you go. Three times. Now, this week, this was quite bizarre. I was in my kitchen and I brushed up against my Google Home. And I noticed that even my Google, even robots now, are saying, by the way, mental. By the way, the mic is on mute. What's all that about? Machines. Like you could not believe. I was like, play it one more time. I brushed past it. Boom. By the way, the mic is on mute. How's that happen? I, I'm convinced they listen to us, those, those Google things. Why would it say, by the way? They're taking over. The machines are taking over. Frightening. Now, for the unnecessary by the way of the week, on the weekend sports breakfast with Georgie Bingham. Bournemouth will probably stick with Eddie Howe, no matter what. Even if they go down and they'll try and come up again with him, I think. If he wants to stay, that is, by the way. This is Bournemouth's decision. And here is why she didn't need 
the by the way, by the way. Bournemouth will probably stick with Eddie Howe no matter what, even if they go down and they'll try and come up again with him, I think. If he wants to stay, that is, this is Bournemouth's decision. So you don't need it. You don't need it, by the way. You just don't need it. No one does. Very rarely do you need one. I don't think you do. He's Craig Burley on last night's show with a brace of by the ways. Well, I created a few chances. And then Jack, um, you know, and by the way, but, and what a, you know, if anybody's out there in the Premier League not looking at Jack Grealish, by the way, as well, then there's something the way, wrong. The second one was not by the way. You just don't need him, Craig. If he was in just a minute, it would be, it'd be repetition, wouldn't it? It would be, yeah. Yeah. And big Tony Cascarino desperate to get his by the way in. Oh, bless him. That's very sweet. Yeah. Oh, Tom Eves, you're lovely. Yeah. I love you. By the that. way, Georgie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's two there. Can you just put, you've got to listen out because it goes, and then it goes, bah! and then he gets oh, it. Oh, bless him. That's very sweet. Yeah. Oh, Tom Eves, you're lovely. Yeah. I love you. By the way, Georgie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> by the way. He wasn't listening to what Georgie said, Nothing. was he? No. Here's Big Sam with a dual nationality, by the way. I can't do with this, this, all this Scottish and Welsh are more passionate. Sorry, Alan, but more passionate than England fans, and and and, and I've got a Scottish background because most of my parents are Scottish, by the way. But by the way, don't need it, don't need it. Back now to Georgie Bingham with the morning. By the way. Morning, if you're just joining us, um, great to have you with us. By the way, one thing we didn't talk about with Gareth Batty, it's which we should have done. It? It's just bonkers. Now we end this week with an attempt for the world record for the fastest. By the way, ever. From the moose. Well, Jurgen Klopp's just come to about to come past me. I'm going to ask him for a chat now. I'll speak to him about 45 minutes time. Good. Uh, he looks uh, looks fairly happy with life. Doing his coat up. He stands. By the way, he stands in the technical area all on his own. I didn't even hear that. Is that the right one? Was, was he in that? Was he in that? Go and play it again. Doing his coat up. He stands. By the way, he stands in the technical area all on his own. I didn't even you hear have it. You have to be quick. You have to be quick. Doing his coat up. He stands. By the way, he stands in the technical area all on his own. He stands. Oh my god, that is really quick. I didn't even hear that. Do it again. Stands, by the way, he stands in the technical area all on his own. That's really quick. By the way, he stands in the technical area all on his own. But, I mean, he's incredibly quick, and we had to hear it about three times before I could hear it, but it's still not better than the current world record holder, and that, of course, is Ali McQuist. Tyson was clearly a Terminator fan, and he knew exactly where I was coming from. <laughs> even, though I, even though I didn't. Well, I mean, the good news is... What? Well, right, good news is... One more time. I mean, that's mind-blowing, that is. Tyson was clearly... A Terminator fan, and he knew exactly where I was coming from. <laughs> even, though I, even though I didn't. Well, I mean, the good news is. But that's it for another podcast. You think, good work, everyone. One of the best ones of the week, I say. Well, certainly in the top five. A reminder that you can download this for free from Acast, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or just nick your mate's iPad. And listen on that. Before I go, let me tell you about loads of live football that's coming up on the TalkSport Network over the weekend. Tonight, Friday, 7.45, it's Derby against Stoke in the Championship. That's live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. Then game day on Saturday begins at half past 12 with Leicester against Chelsea. Then at 3 o'clock, you can hear Bournemouth against Aston Villa. Also live, that one on TalkSport 2. And then the big one, half past five, live from Old Trafford. It's Manchester United. Can United. All right, no favouritism here against Wolverhampton Wanderers. That's it. Thanks for listening. Have a lovely weekend. Remember, you can hear my show on Sunday, the Transgrip Express, from 9pm. And then I'm back on Monday night with the fun boy, providing with Grease the Doors from 10pm with the Sports Bar. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.